Welcome to the ABLE Podcast, where we open our throat chakras and discuss the cycles of life, transformative experiences, and cover the depths of individual spiritual journeys. I am your host, Courtney, the creator of ABLE Alchemy, where dreams and reality align. I am an intuitive brand designer and sound healer with a passion for bringing people together in community. Thank you for pressing play. Welcome to another episode of the ABLE Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney. Today, we're going to be doing a bit of a solo episode. I have been wanting to talk about this topic for a very long time. I brought it up a long time ago on my Instagram account before I even knew I was doing a season two. I had talked about how I wanted to address burnout and overwhelm in my own life. This is a topic that I was fully engulfed in for a really long time. And when I kept bringing it up, I was deep in it. And I couldn't talk about it because I was going through it. 
And now I feel like I have come out on the other side and I have a lot to say about it. (laughs) So today I'm really excited to talk about the concepts or the time (laughs) of being super burnt out and overwhelmed in life, in motherhood, in all things. I'm going to speak on my own experiences. I'm sure you all have your own versions of burnout and overwhelm, but maybe you can relate to something in here. So as I am going through my own versions of these things, of feeling so burnt out and so overwhelmed, I came to realize that these labels that I was giving my own exhaustion was really just my body's way of telling me that I was so far out of alignment and that I needed to get my shit together. Um, For a long time, I had to put everything on pause. I stepped away from my business. I had to focus on myself. This is while I still had the Able Press. This is before I rebranded. This was probably like a year ago, maybe, that this began when I started talking about being so exhausted and overwhelmed with life. So I had to slow down and reflect on what was out of alignment. And I, in my own head, called this my healing hole. Instead of being burnt out or overwhelmed, I reframed it within myself, switched up my mindset, and told myself to go into my healing hole and reflect on what's not working. What is out of alignment? How do I need to take care of myself? Um... There, there are a lot of positive and negatives to this so-called healing hole. It is holding space for yourself. It is self-care. It was a practice of self-awareness rather than victimhood. But it also, for me, was hermit mode. That would be the best way I could describe it. Going into hermit mode, kind of isolating myself, which probably is not the best thing to do. I tend to cut off communication with a lot of people in my life until I kind of figure my shit out, which probably isn't the healthiest thing for my relationships, but it's what I needed to do to realign myself. So what did I do in the healing hole? Let's get into it. My recent experience started, it was probably last October. So yeah, almost like a full full year ago. Um, I started to feel major symptoms of exhaustion and was so uninspired with everything. I had no creative drive, no ambitions in the moment. I knew it was time for a reality check. Nothing in my business felt right. Um, The paper shop was just not something that I wanted anything to do with anymore, which is funny because now I'm closing it down. Um, I realized what a big people pleaser I was. Even though I had gone through like this big spiritual awakening that I'll definitely talk about at some point, I was starting to realize all of the unhealthy um, patterns that I had in my life. Not having boundaries to keep my own sanity. I was not asking for help. I was running away from my problems and trying to keep myself so busy that I couldn't really address it. And I wasn't working out. I was drowning myself in things outside of self-care to avoid my own feelings. 
And finally, my mental health kind of took a toll and forced me to slow down. I am someone who tends to bottle up all my emotions. Um, I'm a Capricorn moon, if that means anything to you. I really keep it all strapped to my chest and have a really hard time expressing my emotions. But I'm working on that. I'm working on that. So things that I learned while I was in my hermit healing hole. Self-care is so important. Self-care is so important. I cannot say that enough. I needed to fill my own cup before I could fill anyone else's. This is literally the most important thing that came out of my reflection time. Taking time for myself without worrying how it would affect anyone else. Because I tended to do that a lot. I would think about how everyone else would feel about my own actions instead of doing what I wanted to do. Because in the end of the day, if I am energized by activities that support my mental health, then I have so much more space to hold for everyone else in my life. The next thing I learned is boundaries and people-pleasing need to stop. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. I learned how to say no in my healing hole to anything that I didn't want to do and began to analyze why I was doing certain things. Were they for me or were they to make sure that I don't upset other people or to make other people happy and feel good rather than upsetting someone? I really was kind of like digesting and analyzing my own actions during this time. And then... The last thing I learned, which is so important and it was a huge perspective shift for me, is that motherhood is a miracle. I think I spent a lot of time in the victimhood mentality in my mind. I spent a lot of time bitching about all the things that I had to do and the things that I wish I could do that I felt like I was being held back because of motherhood. But it was really all in my head because in reality, I can do whatever I want and all I needed to happen was a perspective change and have the courage to ask for help and in turn actually receive that help. I feel like there are really awesome spaces on the internet, but sometimes you hit places that are just, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but kind of shitting on motherhood and like oh my god I it takes like a victim stance on being a mother all the terrible things that go into it instead of really looking at the miracle of it all being a stay-at-home mom and also having a side business I kind of get the best of both worlds where I have started to ask for help and can do my job as well as being the main provider for my kids and On both sides of the spectrum, there is a lot of complaining and victimhood, I feel like. And in my healing hole, I kind of learned to shift my perspective here and kind of get out of that mindset of being a mother isn't as hard as it needs to be. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of where I was in, in my mind. And I'm kind of go into each of these and kind of tell you what they each look like for me now and who knows lord these may change (laughs) but right now I feel like I'm in a really good place and this is what I'm doing and I thought I would share it with you guys so so what does self-care look like for me because I 
kept talking about how important that is for me right now. Self-care has a lot to do with spiritual practices for me. Um, These are vital (laughs) for me in maintaining my mental health and filling up my cup, like I talked about. One of the main things I do, I feel like I talk about this all the time, is journaling. I am constantly journaling and I kind of switch it up every now and then. Like I'll journal in the morning sometimes or I'll journal at night. I love making gratitude lists at the end of the day, like three things you're grateful for. I do that all the time because it kind of leaves you in your, I do it in bed, listing three things I was grateful for that day. You go to bed in a good mind state and then you wake up happier. It's a win-win for real. Meditations. I love to meditate and honestly, I don't do it enough, but meditations are amazing and if you are someone who wants to get into meditating I used to google it on YouTube and just be like uh I need a guided meditation for sleep or for self-confidence or for creativity and kind of see whatever pops up I like to do between like 10 to 15 minute meditations in the mornings or like mid-afternoon and those always help me put me in a better mind state. It's like a frequency shift. If you're ever feeling down, that's a really great thing to do. Even if it's like just five minutes, love a good meditation. Another spiritual practice that I participate in every now and then are spiritual, I guess you could call them like support groups. (laughs) I recently just finished up a six month group that was called Mother Rising from, her name is Katie. And she is on Instagram at when you wake, if you want to look into her. She is amazing. I took a six month, it was like mini series support group with her and like four other women. It was incredible. You meet with them. It was like every other week. And I also had solo meetings with her. I'm hoping to have her on the podcast soon so that we could talk about that experience as well. But just chatting about life, having like-minded people to talk to about spirituality was everything. And we also did meditations in those courses, but it was such amazing time to reflect on life, on my own spirituality, where I'm going, where I'm at. It was amazing. Truly the best form of medicine, in my opinion. I also love reading spiritual like growth books if you follow the able alchemy i also have a newsletter that i put out every other wednesday via email and i love to send book recommendations in there but obviously one of the best books i ever read was signs i talk about it all the time um i have like a whole list of books but and i do send them out in my newsletter so sign up for that if that's something you're interested in because i love reading spiritual books. I used to be a all fiction girly, (laughs) but now this is a way to read really uplifting books or like different perspective spiritual books and it changes your frequency. It puts you in a better place. I just love it so much. And another thing that is spiritual, but I don't know if you would consider it spiritual, but it's embodiment and self-expression. I am really trying I guess this podcast could be an example, expressing myself, my thoughts, my feelings, my passions, 
And this is a tool for that. Being able to do that is like medicine for my soul. So that's kind of like my spiritual practices in a nutshell. Helps my mental health. Self-care. Love it. Love to see it. Here for it. Another thing, major thing that helps me with self-care is fitness. I have never thought of myself as like a fitness girly. I, well, I mean, I guess that's not true. I danced my whole life. So ever since I was like four years old, I was in ballet, jazz, hip hop classes. I did point. I have been dancing almost my whole life up until college. And then after college, I stopped and then I put on a bunch of weight. (laughs) And then after that, I kind of found a new love for fitness because I never really worked out before that because I was always dancing. But sweating has become such a huge part of grounding myself and getting back into my body. A big trauma response for me whenever I was triggered was to live in my head. I would escape myself and be in my head and never fully express or release any of my emotions. Um, And whenever I start to feel agitated now or frustrated and notice that I'm kind of like fleeing my body, working out has been my favorite way to blow off steam and feel rejuvenated. So I love doing hot yoga. If you're local to Glen Ellen, I go to Drip Yoga Studio. It's amazing. Love it there. I also have a Peloton. Chris got it like the beginning of COVID and I love it. I love their cycling classes. It's so fun. And Another way to move my body is like I'll have little family dance parties with the gals. We love to dance around the living room. So fun. I also love a good long walk. We have a little fairy garden by our house that the girls love to walk to. And like you're pushing a heavy wagon, walk into the fairy garden. It's a little muscle movement. It's amazing. So just sweating it out has helped with my self-care so much. I'd love to know what you guys do. So the next big category there after that was boundaries and what do boundaries look like for me I had spent a long time working on this while I was in my healing hole this is something that I've been working on for a while and it's still like a practice it's like a daily practice I guess you could say boundaries for me are only being around people who give an equal energy exchange This means like true friendships with balance. We hold space for one another. I have learned that I am not someone who is good with like a large group of friends. I think my whole life (laughs) I thought I needed to be a girly who had like a large group of friends because that's societally, that's what we see everywhere. But instead, I really learned that I need quality over quantity. Genuine people in my life who are willing to cheer me on and in turn, I will cheer them on in all areas of their life. This has been a lesson that has come to me in many different forms (laughs) and in different times, um, the importance of true friendship. And I really have not had deep friendship connections centered around good intentions until recently. A part of this has to do with like my own inner healing. I don't think I was ever open to true friendships. I reached a point in my life where I was so done with the drama and the bullshit and 
that occurs I feel like in so many groups of women I know society talks about lifting each other up but I haven't seen that a lot in my own groups of friendship and it goes both ways I had a lot of work that I needed to do on myself before I could be a supportive individual and I'm finally in that place in my life and I've noticed that healthier people have come into my life which is amazing um so yeah that has been it made that may not sound like a traditional boundary to everyone but having true consistent real quality relationships and friendships is a strong boundary for me and if it's not doing it for me then I'll just like let it go you know so that's a really important one another boundary I set is listening to my body and my emotions saying no when I don't want to do something this could be like a family function or event that I don't have energy for (laughs) I have come to realize that I'm a homebody and I love to go to bed early but every now and then I love a late night (laughs) especially to dance the night away so it's kind of figuring out where I stand and how I feel in that moment and being honest about it and being open and honest instead of hiding my true feelings just being open and honest and sharing my truth and if people don't like that then whatever (laughs) and when I do do things or say yes to things I want to make sure I'm doing them because I actually want to do them I'm learning to reflect before responding and make sure that I own my intentions and don't involve people pleasing and making other years happy or comfortable just making sure that I'm really wanting to do something because in reality all that matters is my own peace and I don't mean to say that to sound rude or selfish but as someone who is running her own family, is a wife, a business owner, I don't have a ton of extra time or energy to spare. And I'm learning to kind of be in touch with my own inner battery. I taught Harper this. If you follow me on Instagram, I've talked about this before. But really tuning into my own battery and seeing where my energy level is at and knowing if I am prepared to engage with other activities. And I'm sure it offends people at times or I rub people the wrong way, but I I have found it so important to keep my own sanity and not overextend myself because I'm a better person for my kids and my husband at the end of the day. And that's what really matters. So that is what boundaries look like for me. And who knows, that could shift and change over time, but I have never had these boundaries in place. And they're mostly for my, they, they are for myself. This isn't like an external thing. This is really checking in with myself and looking at what's important for me and staying true to myself. And if I tell myself I'm going to do something, staying true to that. And if I'm just not feeling it anymore, being honest and open. And if that offends people, that's not, I, I'm not in charge of other people's emotions, you know? And I hope you guys feel the same way too. <laughs> Okay, and then lastly, the last one I touched about, um, my healing whole mentality shift on motherhood. This is a whole perspective um, that started to shift as my season of life and motherhood started to change. I talked about this a little bit, but living in the victim mind space. Um, I was the one, this is kind of like where my head was. I was telling myself, I'm the one doing everything. I'm not making time for myself. I had so much mom guilt associated with everything 
anytime I left the house without the kids and I went to do something for myself in the back of my head, I felt guilty or worried. Um, and actually I, I spoke a little bit about my six month period in mother rising that spiritual group that I was in. I came to realize that most of my mom guilt and worry just was not mine. It, it was conditionally trained into me and it was like a program that I had to release in my body and out of my mental state and it took a while to release that that perspective but I shifted it and I've learned to reclaim my power so yes I'm a mom and yeah it's really hard sometimes but it's hard for everyone and instead of complaining and sinking into a hole of self-pity I actually began to ask for help which is crazy that I never used to do I started to look into um, other childcare options I started to lean on my husband more which I don't know why I felt like I could never do again it's like that mom guilt thing but I just started to ask for help and when my internal battery was feeling low I would reach out and we hired a house cleaning service which just like literally was a game changer so the cleanliness of the house changed everything I was hiring help for the girls so I could make more time for able alchemy and my work and being able to fill my own cup um was amazing and then I also was able to make it to hot yoga more and this all in all made me less stressed and it was so amazing and then I fell out of this little mom guilt like self-pity hole And stepped into my power and like reclaimed my own power. Like I'm a mom. I'm amazing. Yeah, life gets hard. But that's why we're here. We're here to work through things and feel them, express them, but move forward and move on. And children are not a burden. Like I am creating a beautiful life and they can come along for the ride. (laughs) It may sound so simple and stupid, but it really was the mind state that I was in and I had to shift that. And I realized that we are very privileged that we were able to add these additional things into our life with ease, but I manifested a lot of these things for myself and I can't even begin to tell you how happy I am in this moment. Doing that inner work and releasing that mom guilt was key for me. And if I could give one piece of advice here, it would be to write down your ideal life. Write it all down, as dumb as that may sound, but write it down without any guilt. Like, what do you want to do in a day? What do you want in your daily routine? What do you want to be doing with your kids that will bring you joy? And then how can you bring tiny pieces of those aspirations into your daily life now just tiny little things like how can you make small adjustments to step into this new version of yourself that you want to be in and what can you do to work to release some of that mom guilt because that is such key and that was huge for me like just stepping into that over time so I don't know if any of that is helpful for you all, but these are just little mind shifts that I had to do in myself and all of these inner work. And it's kind of just scratching the surface. But overall, I took this time out in my healing hole and took a journey within 
and I wouldn't change it for the world. I came out of that hole a new person with a new vision. I rebranded my entire business to realign with my goals and passions. I started to express myself more freely and live in my true purpose. It is definitely a daily practice to stay in alignment, but one that I am committed to. Can I promise myself that I won't go back in the healing hole? No. It's such like a polarity to even think about. Like, I won't even say that I'm burnt out or overwhelmed anymore. It is just the matter of fact your body is telling you you are out of alignment. I will probably most most likely be there again to learn more life lessons and morph into a newer version of myself and level up but I'm looking forward to that next journey but right now I'm beyond happy that I'm in this place of joy and learned all these different lessons like in that form of isolation and manifested all of these little things in my hole (laughs) and I'm beyond grateful for it. I don't know if this concept makes sense to you all, but I would love to know what you think about this whole episode and if you can relate to the concept of a healing hole and shifting your perspective. Let me know if you're on Instagram, we can chat about it. Let me know what you think or if you have different feelings completely about burnout and overwhelm altogether because I would love to hear your thoughts and your voice because I know that these emotions and these experiences are different for everyone. But this is just what I went through and what I experienced over a long, longer period of time of like keeping to myself and reworking my internal systems and programs of how I was feeling and what needed to change in my life and kind of taking action towards this new version of myself where I'm at now. Please just let me know what you feel or how you feel about these subjects because I would love to know I love talking about this stuff. And thank you so much for listening. I know this is a little bit of a different episode, but I wanted to share my experience on this. And let me know what you think. I'm so excited to see you guys next time. I have a really fun guest on shortly after this um, talking about grief. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let me know what you think. Love you all. See you next time. Bye-bye. To learn more about Able Alchemy, visit us on Instagram at Able Alchemy or visit www.ablealchemy.com.